Welcome back, everybody. It's good to see you. Welcome back. Isn't that funny? I can't really see them. I can only see you, Jen. (laughs) And you're wonderful. It's good to see you. We can feel them. We know they're there. Yeah, we know their (laughs) presence. We can feel their presence. Yes. Even on Zoom. Yes. Actually, I wish that were true because it has been a long time that we've been on this Zoom thing and I am so ready for in-person stuff. Oh, it's going to feel really good. Yeah. We are talking about... Up talking. <laughs> Good example. <laughs> yeah. Today we're talking about up talking. Yes. And we're going to really talk a lot about it. <laughs> I love that you are demonstrating. I'm going to, I'm going to keep that with you. You get okay. to demonstrate That's this fine. habit. <laughs> it's well, let me ask our, I'll ask you, but I'm really asking our listeners, what's it like when somebody talks to you in a work environment and sort of a professional business environment and you hear that that we can officially formally call it a upward vocal inflection at the end of a sentence also known as up talking yes it what does it do to you as a listener it confuses me because it sounds as if it's a question yeah and then i'm waiting for that i it's not this fluid conversation you can have or process because at the end of each thought, it sounds as if there's a question built into it and you don't know what's coming next. It's confusing. It, it, it makes me have to work harder to follow along with the presenter. And I'm going to take that a step further because I would argue, and even if this is, bunk. I don't think it is. I think it's actual real stuff. And I'd love to get some research on this. But this downward sound we call a period. I think it's universal. If you listen to people speaking all other languages, there's always sentences. And to tell you, you've reached the end of the sentence in every language, maybe some more than others, but I think it's pretty much across the board, there's a downward sound at the end of sentences, most sentences at least. So my thought is one of the reasons you struggle and I struggle and we all struggle with up talking is because that downward period sound is so universal. It's built into us. It's part of our natural kind of design for listening. It is that thing that says process. So when you don't have it, your brain is like really confused. It's not just you're consciously going, that sounds like a question. It's your brain way in the background, deep inside is waiting for the period. And when it doesn't get it, it doesn't know to process. Yes, it's as if you're hanging, you're still hanging and you don't know what to do with it. I also believe, Scott, that presenters that have this habit, I believe they do not realize they have this habit. Yeah. Well, it's like so many things we've talked about. We're not aware of our speaking habits, generally speaking. We, none of us have gone through, you know, this formal kind of thing in our education where we really focus on this thing, speaking as a skill. So we go through life with these unconscious habits and we sort of start talking like our peer groups and things like that. And so they're there. It's not until 
there's somebody who says, did you know you up talk or, you know, a moment of clarity where you go, oh my gosh, I've never really listened to myself speak before. And wow. For sure. I remember when I was working in the, the corporate world, I worked for a leader who had this up talk and it was consistent really every conversation, every presentation, it was that upswing at the end of a sentence. And I realized what it, what it creates is lack of credibility. And it also can come across as being lacking confidence. Yeah. Because it's not that solid, strong ending to a thought or a sentence. It's more of that that up talk can sound as if you need validation yeah from the audience so when i'm working with clients it's a good segue because you want to well if you up talk if you have this habit how do you tackle it and i think we really covered this to some to a large degree in the last episode when we talked about the importance of periods and a period sound is a definitive downward sound on the last word or toward the end of a sentence. One thing you can do to train your brain into this just to get started is use these two sentences. I really believe in this. This is what we have to do. Something like that, where it's very declarative, Mm -hmm. choose two or three sentences like that and really almost overemphasize the last word. As you get started trying to retrain your habit. And as time goes on, of course, you can use any content that you can talk through quite easily, but you have to retrain your brain to recognize the period, emphasize it in a really downward way. Can you, Scott, may I put you on the spot? Yeah. Could you, those two sentence examples that you gave, can you give the, give those in the up talk and then show us what the, yeah, the yeah, sounds yeah. like? This is, it's a good exercise, Jennifer, because people should experience again, how it changes the listener's experience of you. I really believe in this. This is what we have to do versus I really believe in this. This is what we have to do. It is night and day. Isn't it crazy? Yes. One is commanding and confident. And the other is the the exact opposite. Yeah. Once you develop awareness, not just that I have an up talking thing and period should sound like this, but you really listen to the quality of how you're speaking. These kind of nuances you can really get good. Though I would have people, when I work with them sometimes, say those two sentences three different ways, but all with periods. So they can just experiment. I really believe in this. This is something we have to do. I really believe in this. This is something we've got to do. I really believe in this. And just keep playing with it a little bit. But of course, ensure that you're hitting the period that it's Mm -hmm. definitive and strong and downward in some way and you'll know as you talk you don't always hit it that strong it it varies but it should never really seldomly maybe unless you're doing a list 
I find when people list things that a little bit of up talking is, is sort of involved. Well, acceptable, you know, mm. but other than that, uh -uh. so what do we, what do we leave our listeners with today to deal with this up talking thing? Identify if this is a habit that you have. Yeah. Video that, maybe. That, that is the first step. video asking video for sure, because you need to hear yourself doing it. Yeah. And yeah. then asking, however, if you're going to ask, you need to explain what it is because the, the person you're asking, or they may not understand. Yeah. I would encourage people to go back a few episodes to the one about practicing your delivery. Listen to that because that, that episode talks about a process for practicing. And in this case, when you're working on some kind of thing like up talking, it's really a sound thing. It has very little to do with, you know, physically what you're doing. So you can even record yourself on your phone using voice memo software, whatever, but really listen to yourself, record yourself over and over again as you practice very intentionally. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, like we said in that episode about two months of that kind of daily practice. You don't need to practice a lot every day, but you should practice every day. Just a few minutes. You can lick a habit like up talking. <laughs> well, Scott, we're always talking. We're talking every single day. Yeah. In any, in, in any type of conversation, we can practice these skills. And what you are sharing and that example that you provided, it really expresses how in, important our tone and yeah. our inflection, it changes the message. It does. So we get to decide. Yeah, that's right. How we want it to sound, which is really cool. It is really cool. So Jen, what are we gonna talk about next week? It ties into what we are discussing and it's okay. around how to articulate our message, which is going to reduce mumbling. Yeah, yeah. Mumbling, it's interesting. Some people mumble and they don't know it. They don't know that they're sort of, the words come out in a kind of a garbled, soft, difficult to hear kind of way. Yeah, it, go, it, it goes back to our speaking habits, Scott. Yeah, Everything goes yeah. back to our speaking habits. Well, that's interesting you say that because that's gonna also tie in with volume, especially when it's an in-person presentation. So when we have mumbling plus low volume, your audience yeah, yeah. is gone. Okay, well, one thing at a time, we're talking about <laughs> mumbling next week and then we should probably talk about volume. Yeah, let's do volume, really important that they can hear you. Yes. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Uh, always a treat. Bye, everyone. Bye.